Hi guys and welcome back to our podcast where we're following Germany's campaign in the Qatar 2022 World Cup. And we are surviving still. Yes, we are. Hello, Yesterday's guys. game ended 1-1. Germany are knocked out yet. Let's go. <laughs> so Kelly, what did you think of the game? Um, huge improvement yeah. to the game against Japan. You got to say that. I would still think stuff like putting Schlosserbeck on in the end or whatever. And like, I think in general, Flick's subs were pretty late on in the game. Yeah. So there's still stuff like you could improve on. Mm-hmm. Uh, also starting with a non-striker again, having Miller there. He was really slow. Yeah. I think he had the worst player rating. I think as so, well. yeah. But um, I don't want to be too harsh on my team. I think seeing the game against Costa Rica that Spain played where everyone afterwards said, okay, Germany's going to lose this, I don't yeah. know, 5-0 or whatever. Well, everybody except me and your dad. <laughs> yeah, true. Shout out to my dad. He predicted the score right. Yeah. I mean, I predicted 2-2, so I'll take the fact that I got it with yeah, a draw. Yeah. I'm happy with that. <laughs> but yeah, I thought Germany played a lot better. I think the changes that they made to the starting lineup, even though they didn't have an actual striker, I think their defence was a lot more tidy. Yeah. Especially the way I said in the last podcast to bring in um, Sula into centre-back and then bring on Kera. It was a bit more of a, I don't know, it was a bit more of a normal sort of setup. And I think Kera is more suited to playing against a winger than Sula. Oh, definitely. Like, Sula played a good game now, yeah. that, now that he uh, was centre-back. He was actually decent, I'd say, and really good. didn't have to do anything alone, so... Yeah, and I think the first thing I want to talk about is um, Rudiger's goal. Because obviously it was a very good goal and I was very upset when it got ruled out. But you, oh my God, when it went in, you were screaming. Oh, I was screaming. I thought, oh, this might be it, but no. But no, it was offside. And then what happened after that, I think it was quite cagey for a lot of the game. Then obviously in the second half, Spain score, Morata. Of course, it had to be Morata out of anyone. And he never scores, does he? I'm not going to lie, that was a lack of defence, though, yeah. at that point. I think it was a loss of concentration momentarily. Yeah. No, obviously, I do believe that um, the defence in general was so much stronger, and they actually um, kind of got everything together yeah. and did decent defence. Especially but, in the first half as well. Yeah, but it was a really exciting match, although mm-hmm. it wasn't many goals going on and no, all that. No, but there was a lot of things happening, a lot yeah. of chances, a lot Obviously, of Obviously, I'm really subjective on this. So for me, um, everyone who knows Lily can ask her. I was sitting there. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't. I was screaming. I was nearly crying the whole time. Yeah. I was so nervous. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, but to be fair, if you lost, it was almost guaranteed that you wouldn't get through. So yeah. you needed that point. And I think... Looking at the table now, obviously Germany is at bottom, but every other team only has three points. So if you beat Costa Rica, which is likely, and Spain beat Japan, you're through. Yeah. Because you'll have four points compared to Japan and Costa Rica's three. So it's you've made your life a lot easier than they would have been if you lost yesterday. Oh, thanks to Costa Rica though as well. Oh obviously. yeah. Shout out Costa Rica for beating Japan. <laughs> I have no idea how that happened. I watched the game. Yeah, we watched it together at ten o'clock in the morning in the student bar. Yeah. Um. What a game, not going to lie. I thought nothing was going to happen in there. No, I thought, no. oh, Costa Rica's playing good, but I don't think that... I think I they had three shots I thought the best they could do would be hold out for a nil-nil. Yeah. And then they scored. 
It was crazy. crazy. It was their first shot on target as well. And I think they only had like... the whole World Cup, not just the game. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they only had like three or four shots that game and that went in and I'm like, wow. It's crazy how good Japan were against Germany and then how awful they were yesterday. Yeah. Like they just looked abject. They were so... You know, maybe that's the thing. Like Germany didn't have anything to lose at this point and they played with that. They... What you have to say, they took that devastating result and formed it into motivation against yeah, Spain. Yeah, they used that anger and disappointment to push forwards into Spain. And I think Japan did the opposite. So they had um, that much confidence going on to a game against Costa Rica. And then there you go. Maybe a bit too much confidence. Yeah. Well, hopefully Costa Rica haven't gained too much confidence from beating Oh, Japan. please not. But if I- they come at you in the last game, it's not good. I still think that we're, um, although it looks like, oh yeah, we're last in the group, blah, 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 blah. But I still believe that we have better chances than Japan. For me, Spain is through the group phase, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. like for sure. But, um, well, either we obviously have to win against Costa Rica and Spain wins against Japan. Or I think the other thing is we win at least with two um, more goals than Costa Rica. Okay. Um, and then Spain and Japan can be a draw. Yeah. Because then it's Japan and Germany having the same amount of points, but we got the better goal Goal difference. Okay, that makes sense. Or Japan wins and we win 8-0 against Costa Rica and then Spain's oh. out. Imagine, what about that? Imagine if that happens. To be fair, the 8-0, it sounds crazy, but Spain beat them 7-0. Like, you could. Oh, yeah, and then again... And, it, and Japan could beat Spain, they beat you. So Yeah, so imagine, like, Japan winning against Spain, like, 2-0. Then their goal difference is going to be 5. Yeah, Spain's yeah. goal difference is then going to be 5. If we win against Costa Rica, 5-0, then we knock Spain out. That would be insane. Imagine, guys. Imagine if Spain got knocked out after winning 7-0 in their opening game. I think it's highly unlikely. Oh, yeah. I think they're going to beat Japan like 3-0. But um, it would be incredible if that happened. Because they they probably would be feeling pretty comfortable with their position in the group right now, but it's so open still. Yeah. To be fair, it was debated. Um, I don't know where exactly I read it, but people were going on about um, that Spain is going to lose purposely, so Germany... um, doesn't make it through the group stage. What do you yeah, think about that? I heard some people saying that at the student bar last night, and obviously, you could think about it tactically, but I don't think in a World Cup you'd want to risk losing that game because obviously, because it's the last group group stage games, they're played at the same time, so they could purposefully lose, but they don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Like if Germany's winning five nil at half time, and Spain have purposefully conceded two goals. They're cool. currently not going through. Yeah. So it's a big risk. I just don't think they would be willing to take. No, I think... Because if... they wouldn't meet... Even if they let Germany go through with them, they wouldn't meet Germany until, like, I think semis or maybe semis, in the yeah. final. So. Yeah, no, I think um, also... I think if Spain would have won against Germany, you could have talked about it. Yeah. Because I think then Germany... Oh, that was a really, really slight chance they'd still make it, but I was kind of like nearly impossible I think yeah. um, and then obviously Spain would already be through but I don't think Spain's going to risk that for no them, I think I think they just want to save themselves and make sure that yeah obviously they want to be top of the group if they lose against Japan they're not going to be top of the group and the one thing I'd say with the Spain-Japan game is obviously like we saw in the Spain-Germany game Spain had 65% possession and Japan work on the break like they're very pacey and they work on counter-attack so I think they could have a chance to hold Spain to at least a draw because Spain is so used to having the ball but if you watched it last night they gave it away quite a bit 
when they were in possession. Yeah. And I think that's when Japan are at their best, when they can collect a loose ball and go start counter-attacking because mm-hmm. they have really fast players. So that I think they could be in a bit of trouble, but obviously Spain are still very good. Yeah. So I don't really know. And then thinking about Germany, obviously having a lack of possession last night, I think against Costa Rica is going to be a completely different story. And then with the amount of chances that Germany were creating, obviously they had more shots than Spain, only with 35% possession. Against Costa Rica, you're going to have probably about 70% of the ball. You're going to create loads of chances. I think you should win that game pretty comfortably. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, the thing is with Germany and Spain, I think they're both usually the teams who have a high possession within a game. Yeah. Um, but I listened to an interview with Flick before the game and he was like, we're totally aware that Spain's going to make the game. We know that they're going to have more possession than we are. So we have to play these long balls. We have to hope for counterattacks and all that. And I think um, it's just, it was a 1-1. It was a great game. I don't want to say anything against it, but I don't think that's the uh, game style Germany usually plays. Yeah. Probably um, not your usual game plan. Definitely not because if you look at the if you look back on the game game against Japan, we had like eighty percent possession in the first half or something like that, and I think it's going to be more like that um, again against Costa Rica. They just need to be very careful that they use these eighty percent and yeah. that they don't just like kick the ball and then nothing happens again because yeah. it was kind of like that um, against Japan. We want we need that efficiency still. Yeah, it does still. <laughs> it gets a bit like that when you have so much of the ball that the defensive team, so the people you're playing against, don't really have anything to do but defend and then it makes makes it really difficult to break down their defence and actually create yeah. chances, which is why sometimes possession ball isn't the best type of playing football. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, something about the Costa Rica defence doesn't really... Sit right with you. Yeah, I think you'll be fine, to be honest with you. Well, um, obviously, like, I'm a bit scared. I think every German fan is right now that it's going to be... Well, if you look at the table and just look at the table, then you would be worried. But when you actually look at how you could get through, you shouldn't be as... But imagine Costa Rica being a South Korea from 2018. Yeah, but you've already had that with Japan. So hopefully it doesn't happen again. Yeah, no, I I think... um, I just don't like the fact that we rely on the other game's result. Yeah. Because... You um, want to be able to win it just because of you winning, not not worrying about Spain yeah. winning as well. Um, because I'm not going to lie, Germany isn't really the... It's it's not going to be a 7-1 or something like that. Yeah. If they comfortably win with a 3-0 against Costa Rica, I'm happy with that. But obviously, if Japan wins against Spain, we're still knocked out. Yeah. And I don't like that. No. I like the fact that we can still influence the result and it's not just about the other game. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, I'm going to be watching both games at the same time and I'm just going to be like, please, Spain, do me I hope there's favor. loads of goals in both games to make oh. it really exciting. Like, you know how in the Euros, in the I think it was Group H, it had like Spain, um, Germany and France all in the same group with yeah. Hungary. And in the on the last day of the group stage, they were all flicking up and down in the group and you didn't know which ones were going to get through. I hope it's like that because that was crazy. Do you know another funny stat that I saw? Well, it's not what? funny for you. What's that? Um, it's since, not funny for me. Since you won the World Cup, you've only won one World Cup game. Against Sweden? Yeah. In wow. 2018. And everything else has oh. been losses and draws. Oh. Yeah, it's That's not a good. tough one to swallow, guys. <laughs> Ever since you won, you've just kind of given up. We've done our job now. That's why Muller didn't play well last night, because he already won a World Cup, so he doesn't care. <laughs> Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about the changes in the starting eleven. 
in a bit more detail. Obviously, last game you were saying about how bad Schlotterbeck was. <laughs> and obviously he didn't play last night. They replaced, he did, gave me a heart attack well, when he came yeah, on. Yeah, when he came on. But he, he did do a couple good things when he came on. Yeah, but still gave me a heart just the fact attack. that he walked onto the pitch was kind of concerning when you're at a 1-1. Because I think he came on after the goal, after didn't the one. He? I remember we were sitting in the student bar and everyone started looking at me because we usually get um, the score and like subs and all that on our phone before we actually see it. Yeah, because it's, it's lagged on the stream. Um, and I know, I remember you guys looking at me and I'm like, oh God, it's going to be 2-1 Spain, isn't it? And they were like, no, where's my red card? No, where's? And then... That's <laughs> of that got subbed on. That was the worst. Gave me a heart attack, guys. Worst thing that could lie. happen. Oh. I'd rather Neuer get sent off than bring on Schlotterbeck. <laughs> but yeah, that happened. And obviously, Havertz didn't start either, which I think was the right decision. But I think they replaced him with the wrong man. In yeah. Yeah. Definitely the right call to get Havertz out because I think we said it about a hundred times. He's not a striker. Then again, you go to see with Müller, he's also not a striker. So, and for me, Müller's just missing the pace, and I don't know why they put him up front in the middle of the game. I remember they kind of changed it that Musiala played up front, yeah, and then they changed it back. And for me, also that didn't make sense right. because Musiala is not a striker either and I don't get why you can see the one nil you yeah. receive that one nil you're like mm, maybe we should change something and then it takes Flick about 15 minutes to bring on an actual striker and then it takes that striker so Phil about came three on, minutes about three score. minutes to score a goal and I'm just like well maybe I think I'm, he needs to realize that he needs someone who's a bit pacey as a striker and yeah. not Muller because obviously we, Muller's not in like his peak form obviously he's quite old now not very fast and when you're playing a team like Spain who are going to have possession you need someone who's fast to run on to counter attacks and score and I don't think Muller's that person yeah no um, especially also with Fukuk he's obviously he's kind of the aggressive player and yeah. he, he has that finish yeah. that no one else really has well the finish he did yesterday was nice it was nice. I feel like he right kind of argued of about... Uh, he kind of argued with Musiala, who's going to do that finish, yeah. but I'm really happy he did. Well, it's fine. Musiala got the assist. It's all good. Yeah. But I do want to talk about Musiala. Because obviously, before the tournament, everyone was saying, including us, oh, he's going to be the standout performer. 40% he's been... of, a, um, of a survey actually said that he's going to be like the footballer. Yeah, like the star about. man in the tournament. Yeah. Not just from Germany, but like the whole tournament. And obviously... We were saying, oh, he's going to be the one to watch. And his form at Bayern has been so good recently, scoring almost a goal every game. And I just don't think he's done it for me in no. the tournament so far. Um, that's so weird, though, because especially because everyone, like... I've watched on... I've had a look on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything, and everyone's like, oh, Muziala, the GOAT, he did the whole game. He's yeah. our only good player. And he had some good dribblings and all that in there. But he didn't, he, he never had a good finish. Yeah, I think maybe people who don't watch much German football would probably think, oh, he's good, he's been dribbling in, in and around people, he's been putting some good passes together. But when you see him play for Bayern, he does that and then he has the end product as well and he just hasn't been having that for Germany. Yeah. I mean, we don't really want to slag him off because I think we're both really big fans of him. Oh, I love him, but he's, he's let me down. <laughs> the I'm job upset. he's doing, it's amazing. Obviously, for his age, it's still an amazing performance, but I feel like you can't really say it's that, it's that amazing as people say it is because yeah. 
we watch German football and we know he can even play better than that. Yeah. Not to say that he's playing like really, really bad and he shouldn't start. No, he's just whatever. not up to his own standards. Yeah. And I'm very used to watching him play and him scoring a goal and he hasn't even been near scoring at all yeah. this whole time. He had one chance yesterday, but Fulcrum he could have done... off of him. <laughs> no, there was another one in the first half. Um, basically, he was coming from the right yeah. and then score it like having oh, yeah. a shot on target, but yeah. it got blocked directly and he could have done more with that as well. I think he could have done more with a lot of what he had. Yeah. I think it's a similar story to the game against Japan in that obviously it's still his first like proper tournament. He's still not quite used to that sort of environment and I think he kind of flounders a bit under the pressure mm-hmm. when he gets the ball he doesn't really know what to do with it obviously he should because he's got so much experience with Bayern have like some mouse of where to put the ball or if when to shoot and where to place it but he just seems to be under a bit of pressure to do well he probably has seen all the people saying Musial is going to win player in the tournament and thought oh god so much pressure but yeah I just don't think he's been up to his usual standards in this definitely tournament. not Hopefully he can pull through against Costa Rica. Actually, I'll predict it now. Jamal Musiala hat-trick against Costa Rica. Oh, definitely Please. not. Well, you never know. It is just Costa Rica. So that's your score prediction? No. <laughs> no, my score prediction is 4-1 Germany. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think I go with a 3-0. Yeah. Well, I mean, a win's a win. And a 3-0 would be kind of enough. Um... It's, it's weird because after yesterday, after having two mental breakdowns in one game, and literally after that game, I was emotionally drained. Yeah. It was awful. I literally, like, I was just sitting there. I was like, okay, did that happen now? Yeah, it did. All right. <laughs> um, I could see the relief in your face when the full-time whistle went, though. Oh, I was so happy. Didn't it felt like goal. a win. That's what you're going to say. That 1-1 one, one felt like a win yeah. to us. Well, considering, like, the first results that you guys and Spain had... Obviously, you losing to Japan and Spain being Costa Rica 7-0. You've come out of that game a lot better than Spain have. Yeah. Because Spain would have been expected to win that one pretty easily. Yeah, exactly. And everyone was saying, oh, Germany are going to lose, they're going to get knocked out. But you held your own. You used that fight from the loss and you got a point out of it. And now you're still in the tournament. And I think you have a very good chance of getting through. I just I just don't want to be too happy right now, if you get what I mean. Yeah, you don't want to overlook like the because fact that you did lose to Japan. After yesterday, I'm... Um, certain that we'll get through but I can't say that even if I say we're definitely going to win against Costa Rica which I hope yeah. I don't want to underestimate any team in the uh, in the World Cup because they're there for a reason you know yeah. I don't want to underestimate anyone but I think Germany can obviously beat Costa Rica I'm positive they will it's just scaring me that we have to hope that Spain wins or they at least get a draw yeah because it's you never know with Japan it's not just in your hands yeah so that's really that's the scary part, and I feel like if I had two mental breakdowns this game, I'm gonna have at least four next game because both of the games are gonna be at the same time. Yeah, it's gonna be even more stressful. You'll be looking at two screens like, oh, where do I look? What's happening? Working it out with your calculator, who's going through? Literally, I'm gonna I'm gonna be very tactical. I and think, I hate I think they will tactical. have it on the TV screen, like an updated uh, table of the yeah, definitely. every time someone scores. Yeah, the thing is, I'm just. I really love watching football out of emotion and I don't like to think about anything while I watch it. Yeah. But there is so much going to go on in my head of that game. I'm going to be all over the place. Mm. I feel like afterwards you can just get me into a hospital or something. I don't know. <laughs> now, after you'll be celebrating because Germany are going to make it through. And I hope they do. 
so that we can t- continue doing this podcast because okay. I actually really enjoy it. I, we really enjoy that. Yeah. Also, thank you guys. We got a hundred views. Yeah, we got a hundred streams yeah. on Spotify. Let's go. Wow. Next episode, we want to hit two hundred. <laughs> Please share it with all your friends. Exactly. We we need that. Yeah. And yeah, on that note, I think we should end it there. Hopefully, we're back again, smiling and not crying oh. after the. If Costa Germany doesn't game. make it. I don't know if I can do that podcast. Maybe you have to do it alone. I'm just going to sit here. Yeah, I might just have to do a like two minute speech being like, Kelly has decided to leave the podcast. <laughs> oh, and I'll be speaking about the World Cup on my own. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. So- Two. Two.